Welcome to Heather Ewing, the CRE Rundown. I am your host, Heather Ewing, and today I have the lovely Heather Kanopka from beautiful Texas. Heather, welcome. Hello, Heather. How are you? I am great. I am so excited to have you on. Ever since we met a few weeks ago in Seattle at the CCIM governance meeting, it has just been a great experience, not only there, but meeting great people like yourself, which is why I had to have you on. So thank you for joining me. Well, thank you so much. And I so enjoyed meeting you. I love your dynamic uh, personality, just your energy. You're so incredible. So I'm really honored and excited to be here with you. Thank you. So since our guests don't know you, please share with them a little bit more about yourself and what you do in lovely Texas. Awesome. Thank you. I'm in Fort Worth, Texas. I am a commercial real estate broker. I own a Sperry Commercial Global Affiliates franchise. That's a mouthful. And um, it really is. (laughs) Uh, Sperry CGA for short. Um, It's always easier that way. And Mm -hmm. I've been in the business 30 years. I specialize in land development multifamily, and I have a component of industrial and office and property management. Very nice. So between Texas and Wisconsin, what are you noticing in your market? You know, I think there's always similarities throughout the nation, but also some of the different idiosyncrasies due to location. You know, fantastic question. Um, I've had uh, some deals uh, fall out. Um, I've had um, one in particular, we were under contract. My client wanted a five-month extension and Mm -hmm. the seller wouldn't give it. And he pulled out of the deal. Two weeks later, that seller comes back and says, what would you pay, you know, a $5 million price reduction to close by the end of the year? And my guy took it. So putting it back together. So price is definitely, you know, uh, being impacted. I think, you know, bringing that gap between a buyer and a seller is is our challenge. And, you know, with the rising of interest rates, um, I think getting creative is really important, whether it's an owner financing component, it's, um, you know, uh, maybe it's a, I don't, I'm not seeing a lot of loans get done. Right. No, and I agree too. That's definitely prevalent in our market too of, people that are able to secure locations with cash are definitely doing it as far as having the locations, because as I've always said, timing precedes location. You can know about a great location, but if you're not able to secure it, you're, you're out of the race, right? You know, and something I tell my, my team members and, you know, the people I talk with is, you know, in Dallas, Fort Worth, we are in a great area. We are expanding. We still have development going on. Um, people are still moving here. And I've been through the cycles and commerce will continue. And I think so many people get, you know, maybe they've been in the business the last three to five years and it's, oh my gosh, interest rates are no longer 3%. You know, okay. So they're maybe even a little bit more normal now It's six and a half or seven and a half. Um, You know, I don't know that we'll ever get back to those twos and threes. Um, I think it was just a time period that, you know, happened and you know, we're just normalizing now. So, but commerce does continue. People need places for their businesses. People want investments. Um, And I think, especially as the stock market has its challenges, um, I see a lot of people pulling money there from there and buying bricks and mortar. Definitely. Well, I think too, it's one of those where, especially if you have a background in real estate or know someone 
that is in this realm that it really is easy to get into real estate by investing with the right people, the right firms. And I don't know, I think there is something about that tangible asset. Whereas with stocks, you see the numbers, but it's just different, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I um, mm-hmm. invested in a company I really believe in and it's I've just watched it plummet. So <laughs> anyway, I have hope. Definitely. So you two are a very intrinsic and a, a deep person. What got you into commercial real estate and what's the why behind that? Oh, great question. So I started my career in residential. And after about three years of making really good money at the time, I wanted to buy apartments. And I go and I tell my office manager, you know, hey, I'm going to buy this apartment complex. It's 52 units and -hmm. never owned an an apartment. And by the way, I'm going to start selling commercial real estate. And he was like, Heather, if anybody can do it, it's probably you. But you need to get your CCIM designation. And we did have computers back then in the mid 90s. So I quickly <laughs> type in, you know, uh, you know, CCIM.com and, you know, uh, started on my uh, courses. And I was penned in 2005. Um, small story on that apartment building. Um, I did not buy it. Made the offer. It was 10,000 a door in 1999. Mm-hmm. And it has since traded for over 100,000 a door. And I didn't pull the trigger on buying it. Well, that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, right. Lesson learned. But, you know, mm-hmm. through the course of time, I've done other, you know, investments. And right now, mm-hmm. my husband and I are looking um, and hoping to find or create or build a, an RV park. That's Oh, very nice. That, yeah, I think that's going to be really cool. So, uh, and what's my why? Um, you know, this is a fantastic question. I think, I think whys maybe change or they morph or they grow mm-hmm. over time. Um, back then, I got into commercial real estate because I had two young children who are now 25 and 31. And I wanted to be home with them in the evening, evenings, and I wanted to be with them on the weekends. And that was my why then. Um mm-hmm. I had no idea until I really got into the CCIM education and just that it was such a fit for, uh, I love numbers. I love analyzing and underwriting, um, but I love the people and, you know, relationships are so important and so valuable. Um, That's, you know, working with people, seeing them, whether it's achieved their dream. You know, I, I worked with a couple and year over year, I sold them a couple of uh, multifamily properties and then a year later, I sold them again, you know, listed them for sale. <laughs> right. And they were so pleased. They invited me to a, an event they had, um, a fundraising event, this beautiful, you know, 500 acre ranch. It was just beautiful. Mm. And they were able to give a million dollars to that cause because it was, right. you know, it was just actually it was a year and a few days but they didn't want to take all the tax hits. So, and then, but it was also a good cause. So it was just really nice to see people do well, build their wealth and to give. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing too. Wealth really is just an amplifier, right? If you're the kind that cares about people and different causes and wants to use their time, money, energy, 
you just do more of that. And the opposite is true as well. So I agree completely. Yeah. So, so but, you know, the, the why really is, I really thought long about this because, you know, mm-hmm. it really is about touching lives mm-hmm. and leaving a, a being memorable, leaving a, a positive impact, lifting them up, inspiring. So I think if there's just, you know, one word, it really is probably inspire. I really want to inspire others and, mm-hmm. and touch their lives. I love that. And that's, you know, what's interesting too, is when I got into commercial real estate, it was more so here's an expansive area where I can grow and make great money. And what's neat though, is over the years, I feel like I fell into my why. And the neat thing about that too, is just, I think commercial real estate, despite what a lot of people would think if they don't know people, there are a lot of really big hearts. Mm -hmm. And I think too, between our group with the CCIM too, of people have worked really hard and they've acquired a lot and have done really well. And there's such a, you know, you hear the term fraternity, like it is, it's like a beautiful family. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Mm -hmm. And I was pinned in 2020, so I'm still newer, but in that sense, you just can't help but feel enveloped and the knowledge, the deal experience, and just the kindness. I know it leaves a lasting impression each and every event that I attend. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing you at more. So. Well, most definitely. Yes. Nashville yeah. will be fun. It will be. Unfortunately, yeah. well, fortunately, not fortunately, I'll be running the Boston Marathon. So I won't be at that one. So an exciting big life thing for me. So I'll have to um, catch up on the next one after. But yeah, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So jumping gears a little bit, if you were to go back five, 10 years, Heather, into the time machine, what is a piece of advice or two that you would give yourself going forward? Yeah. You know, I, um, this is, that's a great question. You know, we, I think being a female in a male dominant world, um, Getting my CCIM designation maybe got me to the table a few Mm -hmm. times, you know, maybe not. Um, But what I love is people, when I talk, I know what I'm talking about. Um, I -hmm. know the numbers. I understand them. And it's like, you know, um, having them believe in me Mm -hmm. and trust me, um, Mm -hmm. I would probably, you know, I think we we talked, um, we might be very similar in a lot of ways, not just the name, but right. Uh, believing in yourself and, you know, something I I've often told my children, you know, my girls when they were younger is just be yourself and they'll love you and, you know, be your genuine self. And I think we tend to, you know, whether it's uh, imposter syndrome or whatever you might experience, you know, in this business, it's just be yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. educate yourself, be knowledgeable. Right. And I think commercial real estate is a great platform for that. Because when I think of you, myself, and various other brokers, each person really is their own. And I think that is a, I hate to say the term superpower, but when you finally get into that stride and that comfort level that you so, so fight when you're younger, right? That it really (laughs) does allow you to help, I think, on a grander scale and and more fully. So Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, if I went back um, almost uh, 26 years ago, I'd say, 
buy that apartment deal. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Sign on the dotted line, baby, right? Pull the trigger. So. Yeah, definitely. So things are, you know, it's it's a bustling arena. What would you say is one or two things that have really helped you from a mindset perspective, right? Deals can be shorter, maybe a few months. They can be years. Years. What's yes. a yeah, what's a what's a tool that or resource that you like for mindset? What's something you do? So uh, I live on a lake and I definitely enjoy sitting on my boat dock and relaxing, unwinding. Um, I am very thankful. Um, I think gratitude is, is huge. Um, I've, you know, we all experience deals that, you know, don't happen or they fall out. And I think I referenced the one that, you know, just recently fell out. I, I don't give up on it. I don't give up on, um, you know, I, I just persevere. And if it's not that one, you know, let's see what else works. But I often put deals back together and I love it. My husband calls me the closer and I would love to have that as my tagline, but you know, it might be the third or fourth time it's under contract, but I, you know, work to get it done. And and I think whenever you have a transaction and you're, you've got buyers and sellers, it's understanding their motivation and their mm-hmm. why and continually yeah. reminding them of what their goal is. You know, that begin with the end in mind statement is, you know, what are, what's their goal? What do they want to achieve with this transaction? And I really take, um, it's not about me, you know, it's not about yeah. my paycheck or, you know, the commission. It really is helping them get to what they're looking for. I agree. Cause I think when you deliver outstanding service, one, people can feel that. And I think people intuitively can tell if someone is just a lot of hot air or not. And I think too, that, that offers the longevity. And obviously after about 30 years that that speaks (laughs) levels and layers to not only your integrity, but your skill. And I think really providing value through that creativity also and the numbers. So yeah, you've got a solid rock star years (laughs) of uh, service here. What do you anticipate in the next five to 10? Like, is there anything that's, you know, kind of one of those little thoughts in the back of your mind or something that's calling to you? You know, fantastic question. Um, With business, um, you know, opening my office and I Mm -hmm. plan to grow um, and I love uh, seeing the younger people get it, so to speak. Um, I've become a CCIM instructor, um, you know, as we go around and teach in these different locations and just meeting people that um, are younger and and having, you know, they may or may not have some of the same stories or experiences Mm -hmm. that we've had, but to share them and and maybe help them whenever that time comes or whatever that situation is, um, that will be beneficial for them. But um, growing my office, um, inspiring and and just being the best leader I can be. Definitely. Well, and I would definitely love to have you teach one of the courses here in Madison, Wisconsin. Of course, we'd save it for the summertime. <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to put you through a winter. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So what is one thing, you know, so if there's people that do know you that might be watching, what is one thing? that might take all of us by surprise. What's that kind of one novel thing, whether it's a trip or anything, you name it. Um, 
I love sailing and I um, really am looking forward to uh, getting to the BVIs. Um, we sailed the U.S. Virgin Islands and during COVID um, or sh shortly thereafter, they, uh, the BVIs were still shut down. Um, but um, I don't know that it'd be the best investment, but I'd love a, a sailboat and charter it and be able to use it anytime I want. But, you know, we'll see. That sounds divine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're growing that team, right? I'm working on it, right? Definitely. Well, here's a way to help you. So what is a good way for people to reach out to you, Heather, whether it's they're interested in working with you, maybe a, a certain deal that they have, or maybe there's someone in the Texas or area that is interested in commercial real estate, would love to work with a great, great person in firm. Well, awesome. Well, we have our website. So we have the hkcgroup.com. Um, you can reach out to me via email at heather.kanopka at sperrycga.com. And I you can also connect with me on LinkedIn and I'm working on all my other social medias. Perfect. Well, Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. It was wonderful connecting with you and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Heather. You bet. Bye-bye.